Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, MasterChef Junior, Season 7, Episode 9. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And it's all about cooking, I guess, this episode. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, I have to say, but we don't have to jump into that. Well, I would say that the first uh, challenge that they had to do is a metaphor for the entire show, which is stretch. <laughs> <laughs> because they stretched this show out so long. And the first part only lasted maybe 15 minutes of the total time yeah. of the show. Which, do you want to describe what it what it was? Yeah, but before we do that, um, I want to do a little special thank you and shout out to our friend slash fan, Philip. Um, for all the way for over in the UK for providing yet another YouTube rabbit hole for me to like delve yes. deep down into. Yes. You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, Pepper was singing uh, and she was singing along to the mini pops. Which are horrifying and also... You can't take your eyes off of them. Because in, in this case, it was an, uh, a kids group singing adult songs. And it was back in the early 80s. And uh, the ladies uh, had full faces of adult makeup. Yeah, they were really frosted. We, You know, back in the day, we used to call that frosting your face. So the little girls were totally frosted. And there was also like... Um, when they did like a duet, um, it felt like the talent wasn't equal. Um, so it was it was interesting to listen to and watch. And yet again, another callback to Sheena Easton. So it's true. It's all it's what it's all about. So thank you so much, Philip. I've loved watching the mini or the um mini pops from the UK on YouTube and um anybody else who wants to be creepily mesmerized highly recommend it so yes. check that out um so to go back to this episode again there's like drama in of what the challenge is they say it's a high stakes team challenge which huh really um and then the judges are dressed in all white, right? Um, like the followers from the Pure Ones cult. It's true. Which they, was kind of creepy, too. Yeah, they had um, different colored ties on. Oh, I missed that. Did Christina have a tie on, too? I think so. I know the gentleman did. That, okay. That matched up to their color. Yeah, so um, we had um, Aron, who... I kind of thought it was also strange that Gordon Ramsay called him the Mexican James James Bond. In his suit. Yeah, in his suit, but I would think he would say like the Latin American James Bond or I don't know. Um, I think I think uh I think Arona's proud of his uh Mexican heritage. As he should be. So he was like representing for the green team. Right. Um, which was like a a, a pesto, maybe a pesto Correct, sauce. Yeah. Um, then we had, um, the, um, the, and that green team included Malia, Reed, and Jayla, and I thought it was really cute how she said she was moving as fast as a cheetah. Um, every week, I 
I find another reason to love um, Jayla. Um, and then the yellow team, who uh, Christina was kind of rep- representing, um, was Matthew, Rashad, and Che. With, um, with cheese sauce. Yeah. So <laughs> that was their their yellow, they were the yellow team, and they had a cheese sauce for the pasta. Yeah, if that 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 was an interesting choice for a sauce for the pasta too. But I guess it is Master Chef Junior, so um, it was a bright orange yellow cheese mm-hmm. sauce. Um, and then we have the red team, which is rounded out with um, Aaron, Ben, and Sadie. Um, ben was super confident. He said in building this this. Um, 20 foot was it 24 foot long sheet of pasta well we haven't even gotten to that part yet Um, and aaron says they're the pasta warriors which just made me think that i need to give um one of my impersonations from the 80s what's that warriors come out and play (laughs) (laughs) from the film the Warriors. The Warriors. <laughs> um, and then Ivy, which I'm so bummed because I've been missing her. They didn't feature her much last right. um, episode. And this episode, I'm really tickled for her that she's safe because she pulled like the piece of like squid ink pasta that was black. But it bummed me out because I wanted to see more. I want to see more of Ivy because I think she's a very spirited um, child. Well, when, and then when they set it up, they got Christina Tozzi um, to demonstrate what the um, what the challenge was, which was to stretch as long a piece of pasta as possible. So she got Arona over there to hold aloft the pasta as she turned the crank, and um, and then the kids kind of jumped in along the way to help out. Right, and the trick of it was. It was not actually pasta. It was just a piece of fabric that she was putting through the pasta maker. It tricked me. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so the kids kind of joined in on the the joke, and they were joking around, but Reed was not having it. So <laughs> Reed, Reed basically stuck his arm out and let it wrap around his arm for his part of it. And they were like, oh my gosh, this is the longest piece of pasta ever. We must be having a world record. And then Arone worked his way around the whole room and back to the crank. Yeah, I noticed that during that whole um, facade or farce, um, little Matthew is wearing a melon-colored t-shirt. And I still cannot decipher if it was um, dinosaurs, which is like his go-to, or if he was wearing a kangaroo t-shirt. So oh, could if be. you guys are able to decipher that, let us know. Um, send us a, a comment somehow. So, yeah. Um, so uh, anyway. Um, One of the things I thought was really funny too, after the kids got a cranking. Yeah. On the machine is Ben said, put some elbow grease into it. <laughs> Which <laughs> Ben I, does not really know much of elbow grease. Well, I, think. I was I was going to say this. This makes me again think that he is possibly Richie Rich reincarnated using terms from the 1930s. Oh, in his yeah. uh, in his uh, speech, put some elbow grease into it. You know, I've thought back on past comments that I've made and that we've made about Ben, uh-huh. and I do feel slightly bad for like kind of joking about his. Um, station in life 
Um, but then he says something again in this episode, which makes me feel like, yeah, it's okay to tease him about that stuff, even though he's a lovely, sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. endearing young man. So yeah. I have to throw that out there. Love Ben. Thinks I think he's a you know a great chef, and he's a very very nice young man. Um, but he makes it really easy for us to kind of point out the. Um, uh, the privilege he's had in his life. Plus, he's got that sweet hair. He does have a sweet hairdo. He does. Yeah. Um, I also love that there was a new format um, in in the fact that the winning team gets to dump on their judge, not save their judge. And this is the first time that the winning team, the prizes, oh, you get to throw whatever it is all over the judge. Right. Um, and I think that they changed that because it's obvious that the kids are so tickled to be able to like dump on their judge that maybe they were throwing the competition. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely love it. Um, and uh, the other interesting thing from this one that I found, and I'm betting that you found it interesting too, was uh, Sadie because she said that she was a pastatarian. A, a car was a pastatarian or carbitarian or carbitarian. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I only know that she's a carbitarian because I said, David, what'd she say? Could you pause it and rewind it? Because it kind of threw me. I know, and she is a carb fan. She's a carb fan and self-proclaimed uh, francophile. Yes, she's yeah. she listed both of those things in this episode. She's a crazy cat lady. She or, likes labels, doesn't she? She likes to label herself. She's yeah. I think maybe she's um trying to pick up demos. So she's got like I'm gonna pick up the pasta people, the carb oh. people, I'm gonna pick up the the uh people who are Francophiles. Yeah. Because she loves the Julia Child references, too. Yeah. So yeah. she's ticking some boxes. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is. Yeah. You know, I, I love a Seattle girl. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm ready for maybe, a, 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 like, maybe something a little bit new from yeah. her. But, um, so the green team wins, um, and they are a Rones team. Mm -hmm. So um, that means that um, Jayla, Reed, and um, uh, Mal Malia are all safe, and they get to dump um, their green sauce on a Mm-hmm. And so he, in a Double Dare-esque uh, slime dump. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I can't, I couldn't tell how much of it was pesto. There were definitely leaves in it. Or something green. Well, there chunky. was, there were yeah. leaves in it, but yeah. I don't know that it was an actual pesto. It seemed more like it was a green liquid with leaves in it. Yeah, it could have been just like leaves from our plum tree. I can't right. imagine like wasting all that basil. No, not on that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you get Gordon Ramsay. And he is, um, the marinara, the red team. So, uh, didn't they already do a, a marinara dump? At, at some point in the history of the show, they, I think they have done a marinara. Oh, but not this, se not this I don't season? Think this season. I like how done. we talked about it because I'm like, oh, it's an exfoliator it, for your skin. Well, it was a coming attraction for last week. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So um, Gordon um, gets the dump. I have to say that I almost was, I, I kind of felt like 
Maybe the medics had to be called in, though, when Christina got her cheese that was, dump. That was, that was aggressive. That was a heavy dump. <laughs> I felt bad for Christina because yeah. they kind of set it up like she's like, oh, brother, oh, no, oh, brother. Yeah. But then if you guys watch it, like you have to pause it and rewind it and watch it again because her entire upper body is like pummeled with this heavy cheese-like sauce. It was I like she, she's bruised. It was like she was punched by cheese. <laughs> it was like cheese was mad at her and took a wallop. And yeah. it was like Velveeta too, not like good cheese. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? It wasn't good cheese. It what, wasn't like Brie, Brie punched her. I'd, I have to disagree with you. Velveeta is a real cheese. I didn't say it was a fake cheese. But you said, no. We can I listen said, to it again. I said good cheese. <laughs> you said it wasn't like it was a good cheese. It was like Velveeta, which I take issue with. And we can leave it at that. All right. Um, but it was kind of cute because Matthew got to pull the lever and he yes. was so tickled about that. They hoisted him on their shoulders like the little girl in the commercial that invents the square bottom taco shell. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> that commercial um it, and it also seems like this dump was maybe from a production standpoint i think it was tough because then the sound was off and i know yeah. they couldn't make mic the judges anymore with all of that stuff on them but it did seem like this was a very challenging segment from a production standpoint. So if there's anybody who knows behind the scenes um, info on MasterChef Junior or MasterChef in general, let us know. We will definitely keep your identity a secret. <laughs> and then we find out it's the dreaded... Elimination. Double elimination. That's what they said. Yeah, the dreaded double elimination. Yeah, right. Um, so they... <laughs> They have to do um, three different eclairs um, in one hour, which you, it would. It sounds like it could be a lot, but really it isn't because they use the same pat of shoe, which is you know the dough, and then they also use the same um, pastry cream for the filling. Um, so it's really just like the glaze on top that's different, as well as the like the decoration. And I think they use like gold leaf and silver foil. So yeah. I can see being able to get this challenge, you know, well taken care of within the hour. And a lot of it is the baking time. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, not not that they're not doing other things, but a lot of it is waiting for things to cook. Yeah, like twenty two minutes maybe for an eclair yeah, or something like that. Baking time. Yeah. So there's a milk chocolate um, version, which we see later that Gordon ju judges that, um, and then a white vanilla. I thought it was white chocolate, but I think it was just like vanilla. white vanilla. Yeah. Um, and Christina um, judges that one, and then the dark chocolate with the gold leaf. Arone judges that. No dumping, because you would think they would double dump with this episode. Since it's a double elimination, and they would have those sauces dumped on their heads. But there was no dumping in this. I one. think they just needed to dump this whole episode. I have to say, <laughs> no, it was kind I was of a bummer. Happy with it, but what I was happy with was Christina is wearing the cutest olive green jumpsuit. I don't know if you noticed it. I did. 
Had a little zip up the front. It was cute. It was real good. Her and Matthew, man. <laughs> Your two fashion icons yes. from from uh, the, the MasterChef Junior show. But Rashad's looking pretty spiffy, too, I have to say. And this was his, I think this is Rashad's best outfit. I loved Rashad in this episode. I, yeah. I have to say we can you, we can talk about him in a little bit, but he just feel it feels like he's being he's like more comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's so he's such a happy young man. Like yeah. you can't fake that no. joy and that enthusiasm and happiness. And it, it, I it really like even though it wasn't a great episode, I felt like he was a shining star in this one. Yeah, he was dude. He was really good. His outfit was cute. It was a little um little middle-aged man, but good. Great, like dapper middle-aged man. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I was a little surprised that um Christina Tozzi uses glucose in her glaze. Hmm. I thought it would just be a straight up um uh what do they call it? Um with the cr- heavy cream and chocolate. Oh, um, yeah, like ganache, a, ganache like a yeah. straight up ganache. But no, it wasn't. Maybe it's because of the vanilla. You need like some type yeah. of stabilizer in it. Yeah. Um. So the one of the things that I thought was also really funny. So they kind of do the rounds with the kids, and um, they go to Aaron. Um, and what do you think he Aaron has been snacking on this whole time? Well, he's been eating his gold leaf. He ate over <laughs> half his gold leaf. And, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, Sadie eating so much pasta was probably going to do a double elimination after the show. But <laughs> Aaron is going to do a doubloon elimination. <laughs> oh, my Because he gosh. ate so much gold leaf. He ate half a giant bowl of gold leaf. Are you saying you're maybe going to want to have to... Um, pan for gold in the potty. I think. I think that there are going to be prospectors. <laughs> um, but I do like that. Um, Aaron is focusing on making good size eclairs. Um, he also. <laughs> Wait, what? For the prospectors? Yeah, but he did. I mean, let's not let's get our minds out of the potty and talk about the eclairs. All right. Um, and he did say the glazes were the hardest part for him. Mm-hmm. Um, not the decoration. Um, and then um, Aaron said that he thought his was the best when Gordon Ramsay asked him to look down the line and mm-hmm. and say who has the best ones. So I did like his confidence one of the other things i didn't love about this episode was i know that the um maybe the director or the producers um mentioned to aron the judge pull a joe a joe during this judging and just look at the children and don't say anything to -hmm. make it seem like it's more serious but it didn't really go over that well no, and it, it just stretched the show out because there was a lot of staring at kids and then people, them going, wow, is this judging tough? Yeah. And I was like, well. Yeah. Um, but, but when Matthew was starting to make his eclairs, I did, th- it made me think of Ted Allen once again yes. because he states um, that he's going to need some help. And then they show. This little guy with a giant stand mixer and a glass bowl, which we've kind of come to the conclusion, or I've come to the conclusion, they have contestants use the glass bowl 
on the stand mixers, not just because you can then see the product inside the mixer being mixed, but there's a higher risk because the glass could break. Yeah, and that breaks all the time on those uh, Food Network baking shows for yeah, sure. Yeah, like that's a that's a standard. A I standard to, for the stand mixer. Yeah, like I have to remake it. There's glass in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but um, Matthew, he's such a trooper. He said that he doesn't have to worry about handling the pressure because he's just having fun. He also lets Gordon know that Gordon is his hero. So I just, you know, I love, I love Matthew so much. Well, um, he also says he has no stress. I don't think he does. No, he's, he's like, a happy child. He's like, I don't have any stress. This is a fun challenge. I like it. Yeah, the hardest part for him was to get the fill, um, putting the filling in the eclairs. But yeah. he's confident. Sure. Um, so we talked a little bit about Rashad, um, but he says he doesn't have a ton of eclair experience. Um, I don't think he's ever tasted them. Um, and I also, I think, I can't remember which judge asked him, but they asked, oh, are there a lot of places you can get eclairs in your hometown, which I believe is uh, Atlanta or the Atlanta area? And he says, no, he doesn't, he doesn't think so. Um, but he's confident with making the elements because he's done a pat of shoe before, he's done a glaze, he's done a pastry cream. Um, uh, his feedback was Christina says that his vanilla eclair looked a little bit flat, but good glaze. Yeah, he seemed, it, you know, and, and that was one of the, the themes throughout the whole episode is everyone did fine. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, fine is fine. Fine is fine, yeah. Um, it's not that entertaining to watch, though. No. Um, so we talked a little bit about Seattle Sadie. She's feeling good. She has eaten a lot of eclairs, but has never made them. And sh- there's lots of bakeries in Seattle that have eclairs, according to her, all over the place in little bakeries. Yeah, I guess there are, but I don't think that our town is known for eclairs. I don't think there are that many with eclairs. I can think of a couple places that might have them. I guess I'm not into looking for them, yeah. so I, w- I wouldn't be super tuned in to whether right. or not they have them. But um, we, we, we go to our local bakeries, and they don't have eclairs available. Well, uh, your favorite from one of our local bakeries, here's a little shout out. Um, not sponsored, but Macarena Bakery, mm-hmm. they have a couple output posts here. Um, they make this um, hazel, orange, is it orange hazelnut pinwheel? Delicious. It is so delicious. And we've we've gotten them for years now. And they're so delicious. I decided I was going to just make some at home. Right. And I looked up the recipe um, and they're, they have cookbooks as well. Um, their, their pastries are inconsistent. They like to make sure that their pastries are not too sweet. And sometimes for my palate, they're not sweet enough, but when they do it well, they do it. It's amazing. I also love to use their, um, they have a, like a stuffing mix, um, that has porcini mushrooms for like Thanksgiving. It's delicious. It is good. Totally recommend it. But those hazelnut pinwheels, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I said to make them at home, it was a three-day process. Not of constant work. Not of constant work, but it seemed like it was at least like 
six hours of work over three days. Yes, I think that was right. Because you had to do something, then leave it overnight, then do something else, leave it overnight again. And then then laminate the dough, but it was a yeast dough. Needless to say, I never made them at home. No, 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 no. Not when you can get one for a reasonable price at a local establishment. Yeah. I think they're less than five bucks each, and they're... They're so delicious. So, so, so anyway, the, the other thing that Sadie does is she also likes to do a callback to um, saying that, oh, she's, she's just trying to prove that women can do anything and singing like the feminist song, but it just seems kind of outdated. Well, what was really funny to me about that is um, of the three judges, I think... All would acknowledge that Christina Tozzi um, is the best baker. And so standing in front of her, she's like, women can do anything. And like, are you yelling at Christina Tozzi? Yeah. Like who, who is like probably one of the best bakers in the United States, if not the best. Yeah. And you're, you're like, women can do anything. And it's like, and, and there are a lot of female bakers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm just, you know, I, I still am rooting for Sadie. I still really yeah. appreciate her, but I, it's wearing a little, some of it's wearing a little thin for me. Yeah. 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 Um, but what's not wearing thin for me is Ben um, and his, he's oblivious to, <laughs> to, to, I think just a slightly oblivious to like what he's been able to experience in his young life. And he lets us know that he has had eclairs um, in France. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gordon Ramsay said, you went to France just to eat an eclair? And, and he's like, like, for vacation. So, of course he has. And I, I think that maybe it was he was doing a tour of Europe and he swung by France when he, after his cooking class in Spain. In his yacht. Yeah. But he's such a sweet guy. He like, is. really is a nice little he is. guy. Um, I was worried for him because he did keep opening his oven door. He did. Um, and everybody was, you know, concerned with Ben and how he was tending to his um, pastry. Mm-hmm. He, he also put the wrong gold leaf, the wrong leaf on the eclairs. And then the judge threw it away in disgust. Said, put the right leaf on it next time and refused to taste it. No, wait, no, I'm sorry. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. And they said that he had a really good pastry cream. Christina says um, they're a little bit flat. Um, but then he also gets a chance to tell us about um, his dream of opening his oceanfront cafe. And I got to tell you, when, not if, when Ben opens that oceanfront cafe, I absolutely want to go there and eat his food. Yeah. I bet it's delicious. I'm sure it will be. So then we go to Che, and there's a little concern for him because we learn that he has um, an allergy to wheat or gluten. Celiac disease. Yeah, so it's it's gluten, I think, in general, um, but probably specifically um, any type of flour or wheat um, product. But I did think it was kind of cute that um, Aron got Che to do an an impress an impression of a French baker with them. It, I I have to say it was they were praying to the pastry gods on their knees <laughs> and doing 
what I started at one point as a French accent, but quickly turned into an Italian accent. <laughs> Maybe they got a little bit of that marinara in their ears. Maybe that little, they're drinking that vanilla extract straight. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Doing a couple tastes. <laughs> they were like, because they were all, give me a good cooking. <laughs> and then it's like, what are you talking about? But it was still pretty cute. Yeah, so but you're cute. right. It was kind of a, a, t- a tough little <laughs> accent. Um, we also get one of the, oh my lord, from Gordon Ramsay. And then they cut to the commercial. So you're like, oh goodness. The writing's on the wall for Che. Um, but then it comes back and Gordon's like, oh, it's really beautiful. Their uniform. Uh, nice job. So we cut to the judging the final judgment, and I think it's pretty frustrating. This this week yeah. it's frustrating They're because like, nobody goes home. Everyone's great. No one goes home. And it's like, oh, all right. This is the second time in I this know. season they've done that. I know. They're basically just squeaking out extra episodes. They're just, like, stretching it. And once again, I think that they didn't want um, Ivy or Matthew to go home. And Matthew, I think, would have gone home this week. No, Matthew did a good job. I disagree. I think it would have been Ben. Well, but it was a double elimination. So they were going to, they said that they were going to send two people home. Oh, you think, well, Ivy was up on the balcony, though. Right. So you think it would have been, who would have gone home? Um, Matthew and Ben. Oh, you said Ivy. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Ivy was in the top. Yeah, but Matthew, I think, would have gone home. Oh, well, we can't have that happen yet. Right, so. There are more outfits There to are be way seen. more outfits to be seen. So he's out shopping tonight. Um, but I do like that next um, next week, uh, oh, and sorry, one of the, the prize for making it through is they all get to appear at Camp MasterChef next summer. Right. Which, you know, that's Baby Pepper's dream. Oh, yeah. my gosh, I would have loved that. And Reed shouts, I get to go fishing. <laughs> so he's in, he will be in his happy place at camp. For sure. I would be, I will, I wish I could somehow go and volunteer without seeming like, without it being creepy. <laughs> I would love to go to Camp Master Chef Junior. So much fun. Um, and we get a commercial for Master Chef Celebrity Showdown. And that's on May 15th. Celebrity Family Showdown. Did you recognize any of those people? No, I just I assumed either. I just assumed it was from one of the housewife shows, but I didn't oh. look. Well, or Fox, maybe a Fox show since it's on the Fox network. Here. Maybe, yeah. I don't. I, I didn't know. I didn't like recognize anybody, but I was kind of excited to watch it. Sure. Um, maybe we'll do a podcast on it. Sure. Um, and then next week they have. Um, the women are representing, so I think it's probably to tie in with Mother's Day for sure. But the thing that I was excited about, there's a, um, a demo from Gordon, but previous winners are going to come Yes, back. that is always fun. I'm, I'm so hopeful. I hope it's not just winners. I hope it's previous children that maybe didn't win too. You bought previous losers. <laughs> <laughs> just previous kids so anything else uh david no um i'm hoping that someone gets eliminated next week otherwise the show will never end yeah right well i guess we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs> bye bye <laughs>